Uh, yeah, what's going on, y'all? This is the first episode of Rose Above It podcast. Happy to be here, y'all. Happy to be here. Turn up. We here. Um, so I'm here. My my name's T Rose. With my boy Loud. Go Loud. Let's introduce you. You already know what it is. Your boy Loud. You know, repping plug. You already know what it is. Good, Philly. Hey, it's Philly. What's up? Him. I got my special guest, my guy, mm-hmm. K Murder, aka Young Flock. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's your boy K Murder. I mean, act like you know though. Hey, I mean, is your BBO boys in the building? I got a couple of my guys with me in the cut. Feel me? You can't roll no doobies up because we inside and it looks pretty in here. So I, I hear that. We ain't gonna violate. <laughs> yeah, word. Don't I mean? get kicked out on our first day, boy. Uh, we need this spot. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. Yo, special shout outs to PJ and Denz though for on the camera work. Shout out yeah. to y'all for real, for real. Being, thank you for being here. And a shout out to Blue Door Gallery for being our sponsor, letting us. Use Word, space. 13 Riverdale, 13 Riverdale Avenue. Um, thank you so much, and y'all, cause, yo, so Philly, what's the art on your chest, baby? All right, so art on my chest. Um, I feel like it's important that we check in with each other sometimes. Like things go on in our lives that. We always supposed to put on. You're always supposed to keep on going, and it's important to just check in with everybody and find out. Well, how was your week? And um, so, thanks for asking me. What's the art of my chest? How's my week? My week has been pretty popping. So I'm here with you guys. It's like the highlight of my week. Our first episode. Um, yesterday, I had my first young moms group. So I'm running a group for young moms out here in Yonkers. It'll be every, we did it on a Tuesday. We'll be doing it every Thursday, first and third Thursdays. So that was pretty dope. And what did I do on Monday? Empowering, super empowering. Yes. These young ladies, I know you always, you big one out there. So that was dope. So that was like, that's the art of my chest right now is those pretty dope things that happened to me Well, let me get mine off my chest. I'm gonna tell you this right now. This joint has been a blessing. But it's been super stressful too, man. Especially in my pockets, man. That's um, regular. Yeah, all this, all this, um, all this equipment ain't cheap. You know, uh, all this stuff. Um, it runs. I'm happy, man. I'm happy to finally be. I'm happy we doing this. Um, I got my man Shaq with, with us. No. Go ahead, boy. All the us. Um, I've been having a productive, good week. Can't even lie. Can't even lie. Just you know, just being with you guys. Just here. Just. You know, on this podcast, you know, it's something, it's something really, really special, and I've been waiting for this since, like, for ever since you told me about it. You know, just happy to be here. You know, it took some time, yo. We finally made it. For real. Yeah. Took a lot of time. Okay, we happy to have you, boy. For real, for real. Yeah, let me, let me, let me say the art on my God, chest. God, what's the art in your chest, boy? You feel me? Um, I'm happy to be here. I had a good week. Um, I just came off tour with um, a Jamaican artist called Black Rhino. We was in Buffalo and yeah, Queen. I mean, Rhino. Buffalo and Cleveland. And I mean, a couple months ago, I was on the jail floor praying, and now I'll be on tour. So I'm happy with that. I mean, yeah, man, I, I've been start somewhere. I've been watching you, boy. You've been grinding since first day out, man. You got a couple. You got what? You released how many? Three joints since you've been out. Yeah, I put out three, but we got more. I got way more. It's just timing and promotion and stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a, this is chess, not checkers, so I can't just give everybody everything. Mm. I hear that. I, I hear that 100%. Yo, since, since you've been out, um, you've been watching interviews and everything? Yeah, I keep um, up. Did you get a chance to see Takashi's on, on 105? <laughs> yeah, I seen it. How you feel about the young brother? That's my guy. I mean, I, I rock with him. You feel me? Like, I respect everybody grind because. I mean, he he he's in a gang, and I was in a gang, so I'm st- I'm still like affiliated, but 
It's like I understand, like, cause, I mean, he just trying to put on for his people, you know. And ultimately, I would wish I could get to the point where he's at, so I can't hate on him. I mean, but do you think he's the hottest rapper in NYC? I think Cardi B the hottest rapper in NYC. What? Uh, thank you. Hmm. Thank you. I'm a Cardi on, B person, though. You gotta understand. I like Cardi that's, B too. That's, that's that's B. I brought Shaq, out. you have something to say, Shaq? You did. She was in one of your videos. Yeah. Back in the day. That's before she. But, uh, I seen that. I seen. I seen that. I seen that. Video. Was that what you was? Who was in that video? Was Slimmy? Yeah, it's me and Slim. Yeah. And yeah. and a bunch of the guys. But all the guys that's in that video was like in jail. Man. So, hmm. so, so, he, yeah, Cardi. I'm, I'm telling. I you. mean, I'm saying as hot, hot. I mean, like numbers wise. I mean, being talked about. Other than her, it's him. And that's the real. That's real. Like, I mean, you talk about the DV case with Fab. That's hot too. Everyone talk about it. Like, that's true. I'm talking numbers. You feel me? Like, yeah, she absolutely. gonna win gold. Uh, uh-uh, feel me? Videos is busting. Everybody talking about it. She's pregnant. With Offset. She hot. Everybody telling. I'm telling you, though. Even though, although your man got six, um, six tracks on the Hot 100 Billboard. Oh, okay. I just want to point. He that did, out. Yeah, but did, yo, yeah. the thing, the thing I got, I'm telling you, I like Takashi as I think he's super marketable. I think he's different. Um, but real talk, he don't got not one song that's under, that's over two minutes. Or yo, his whole album, 13 songs, got, is 27 minutes total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's a SpongeBob episode is longer than a, a Takashi album. You understand that? <laughs> like that? That's crazy. But I mean, yeah, he's he's knocking in the club, super, mm-hmm. super knocking. But he ain't. He definitely ain't. He's he's top five as far as hot. But he ain't better than a lot of artists that's out in New York. Let me let me come clean here. I think Takashi six nine. Is one of the best rappers in our gen, and not our generation, Ooh. but in the generation right now. And let me say this: he's different. His, I don't think he's lyrical, but his music is fire. It is. Day sixty nine. That was, mind you, this man do not have no promos, no promos, no people. You know, shine his album out. He did it all, literally, almost by himself. Can you name one hot Takashi bar from the album? Think he got the stiffy uh uh-huh. that's not even a bar like that, i mean it's a bar but it's not like that. that's I know not you like that. that's not even six on, nine man. this and six nine that that'd be very wrong you kidding me we not in the day and age where bars is not making it bro and you if you come out as a rapper you trying to go bar for bar for somebody you is not getting on but what is, but i'm just saying what is that where's where's the where's the talent that in rapping because if that's the case i could be a rapper just but, give me a hot beat i could i could say you anything can. and make it hot but Tristan, let me ask you a question though as, let me ask you a question you got a boogie and don q who's getting more shine a boogie, a boogie. oh okay Don and who? But Don oh, okay. can still rap though. I, I don't oh, think, okay. But who gets more shine though? I don't think Six Nines a better rapper than Don Kid. Not at all. <sighs> That's the uh, Not at all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, um, Don, uh, it's not. I'm not saying awesome. it's always about bars. But A Boogie got a way better flow than Don Q to me. A marketable flow. What? He does. I, he I, sells. He commercial. He commercial. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely. You know, like Six Nine commercial too. Yeah. I don't really have nothing to say about Six Nine. I feel like his music don't really speak to me. It's, if it's in my car, I'm knocking it. I'm pretending like I know the words just because I'm in my car. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it don't really, don't move me. Um, who he is, I mean, I watched a lot of his interviews, and I like the fact that he gives back to his community. 
Um, that's something that I have a lot of pride in is giving back to the community. He talks about, you know, he was like, you know, Drake had that video, God's plan, giving money out to people. But he's like, I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. And nobody don't have to see that. Nobody don't have to know. But that's what I do. And I thought that was pretty dope. Um, no, it is. It's, I mean, it's it's fire. And you you just did you you're charitable too as well. I've been which doing is funny. that. Yeah, because you got um you just had a what, a sneaker a charity. Yeah, for the homeless. Like what what made you want to do that? Um, cause like like we I mean I just came home and I ain't have much. You feel me? So it's like imagine somebody that been homeless. They don't got nothing. Yeah, we was on the type of time like we got to do something to help the people. So we just started off with something for the homeless. We gonna go back to the kids. That's our next move. And and the funny thing is, I seen the sneakers and they ain't, they ain't like no pay less sneakers. You got you got yeah, a lot we, of uh, foreign feet on there. Old, you know, like right now they everybody on the the um the red bottoms and the Giuseppe's and the Balenciagas, yeah, yeah, like right. the old Gucci's and old eight. It's like I'm gonna give them up because I ain't gonna wear them. Feel me? That's yeah, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. I, I ain't I ain't gonna lie. Um, with it like, is it was there a nonprofit organization you work with when doing yeah, this or um, is this? I, I'm from the soul. He give out like sneakers to the homeless, and then we taking half of them and we just gonna send it to Haiti. And we got people in Haiti like that's messed up. Feel me? You know how that be? Mm. I mean, so everybody need a pair though. I mean. BBO flock, we gonna save the day. Yeah, for sure. I, I, yo, and I ain't gonna lie, I thought that was one of the dopest things I've seen, cause you don't see a lot of young brothers giving anything away anymore. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They, nobody gives handouts. Nobody looks for charity. Nobody likes to help people, unless it's on camera. I feel like you do a lot of stuff off camera too. You also do, you do stuff at the at your school, right? At yeah, University I was I was doing it before I, before before. Not me, but yeah, on um, breast cancer pink and white basketball game like raise money and, and donate it to like American Breast Cancer Foundation because my mother like when I was younger she had a, like a scare that she had breast cancer and I was like 11 I'm like yo I gotta get a job I'm about to lose my mom so I, I, but she was like nah she good so not me I started raising money for that then we was um, doing the March of Dimes and that was for babies we was raising money for the babies the sick babies mm-hmm. then I started to stop the violence with DJ Self Cause we was going through a bunch of um, like me and my friends was going through like a bunch. This is right before I got um indicted. So I put it together with them. I got indicted two days before I got arrested, and I, I made the guy I was with at the time run it. Feel me? So like he he went off and did his own tour with the um stop the violence state to state when I was arrested. Which one I run into him? I'm asking about. <laughs> how how was it working with DJ Self? Mm-hmm. He ain't do much. I mean, I, got, I remember I got locked up. You feel me? So yeah, yeah. He ain't really do much for me, you know. Like he shot at me on the radio a couple of times. But I mean, if I got the opportunity to work with him, it would have been a different story. But I got arrested, so it was more like in my in the girl that I was with hands, you know. And she she not gonna like do what I do. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. she got to do what she do. So and everything is in my head. Like I put it on paper, but the way I want to run the show is in my head. So I mean. It was great though, I heard it was great. I mean, he was shouting it out on the radio. I was in the South, I was hearing him, so, I mean. Yo, is, um, do you still, you still do things in, at Bridgeport, right? Oh, to this day? Yeah, I got um, UB Grammys on the 20th. Like, I started that for the kids, like, for the um, students, because it's going to be students that, like, they don't make the dean's list or no honor roll or nothing, but 
they still go to school, you know what I mean? And I wanted to give them like a reward for being there, like make them happy to be at school, you know? Maybe they want to be the flyest person or yeah. the girl, prettiest girl, the liveliest fraternity, sorority, so best dorm hall, like I gave them an opportunity to be lit. Like It's funny because I know a few kids from Mercy who transferred to Bridgeport and a lot of it was because they was like, yo, they got events there that we don't have it. Yeah, I used to I used to turn it upside down, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you did things and you did things not only in the school, you did like parties there. You throw parties, crazy parties. I started Sirocktober eight years ago. Yeah, right. I mean Ciroc versus Henny. Sirocktober, wow. we was lit like we was lit. So we was drinking Ciroc. I'm like, yo, it's October. <laughs> got a bunch of Ciroc. Ciroctober. Ciroctober. Does like, that does that go to now? Like they still doing those parties right now? Like, yeah, like when I was locked up. I got on the phone, yo, y'all got to do this, ah, they did it, sent me the money in my commissary. Wow. So we on number eight. Next year, it's probably, I think it's number nine next year. That's crazy. Wow, that's what's up. Yo, you, you came a long way, bro. Like, um, where would you tell the you now of the you of 2012? Like, you know, <laughs> the question, bro. I'm keep it real with you, bro. Like, if there was, if you could see, if you can go back in time and see the you of 2012 in the direction you was heading, not uh what would you say to them like the 2012 you not knowing that you was gonna end up in jail and i have to take it the hard way like i would have told me but i wouldn't have listened but i would have told me to sit down like like you wilding you're gonna end up in jail like people told me i didn't listen though mm-hmm. so i i can't really say because i i'm telling you i wouldn't listen like there's no way i would have listened because so i was getting money like a fly car all the girls it was like yo but i had a whole bunch of beef I mean, it was like yeah. Do you, do you and when you was in jail, was it like did it inspire you to write more, or did it make you be? Was it like something that that hindered you from writing? Because some people nah, when they get locked up, they say like, yo, I get, I got bars. But some people be nah. like, there's no inspiration in there. Nah, bro, I was coming from a loft, getting ready for a final. You know, I was three classes away from getting my masters. You feel me? So I was like really wow. focused, like. I wasn't rapping. I wasn't worried about rap. I was worried about not getting killed. You feel mm-hmm. me? That's real. Like, I couldn't rap. I couldn't. I hear the music, and I'm like, yo, I could do that. Like, it's, it's not fair. Like, I'm better than him. I'm better than that. I got more girls than him. And I know mm-hmm. these people that blew up, like mm-hmm. Cardi B and Hood Celebrity. I'm like, damn, like, I was just with them. I know you can't wait that's for the crazy. day you run into Cardi or Hennessy or something like that. So you uh, can just- Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to run down, like. I mean, I started. No, but can I ask you, what did you major in in college? Which one, masters or criminal? Both. Um, um, I got my bachelor's in criminal justice because I wanted to be a lawyer. So I had a bunch of friends and everybody was going to jail, like, and I was the only one that wasn't going to jail. So I figured I could build a law firm in my hood and like mm-hmm. help everybody. That's dope. So I got my degree. I went to an interview at FAMU in Florida, and I walked in and. Um, some dude, he was kind of girly, like, I don't know if he was a, a, he was gay or whatever, you know what I mean? I walked in there, he was really feminine, he was like, oh my God, this thug is in here, get him out of there. I'm like, yo, homie, I'm probably smarter than you, like. Mm-hmm. So when I left there, I'm like, I need more, like, accolades so they will take me serious, you feel me? Like, the bachelors ain't gonna do it. So I interned at a law firm, um, I finished that, and then I went back for my master's. And so I could get the accolades, so I could go back to law school. Mm-hmm. Like they can't dub me because I'm black with braids and the scar. Like right. mm. they gotta respect what I'm doing. But I ended up going to jail. 
It's like a welcome home kind of single. Like if you hear it, it's good, it's good vibes. It's a summertime tune. It's something that's like, like you missed it because it's bad bitches only BBL. Yeah. So like I know it's. I'm 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 on I'm on I'm on mainstream time. Like, I mean I'm on mainstream flow, but I'm on the underground circuit. You understand what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm in the hood. Like I'm not, like, I'm nobody right now. Like I mean I'm me and I'm popular, but. I'm not getting millions of dollars, so if I could put out quality stuff in the hood, mm. eventually it's gonna pop. You know what I'm saying? So we came with BBO. I mean BBO. I've been on that since since like, I know since how, before. How know did know that mean? How did that come about? Like when did you? What was your thoughts of like actually creating that with BBO? Thoughts of bad bitches only, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought about it. You just like, yo, you know what? I'm just gonna. You know, yeah, like, yo, bad bitches got, only, my, sure. my boy brought me the beat and we put it together. Feel me? I made sure the flow was tight and we laid it down. That's why I met Black Rhino. Because he, he was feeling that, you know? He was feeling that. Like, he seen the work and he's like, nah, I gotta get with him. So, I mean. So, you never mess with a five? Everything you mess with is always a dime? Nah, no, I'm not. I, I, I ain't even. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I didn't. I mean, hmm. I mean, lately, yeah. But I mean, I mean, from like 2012 on, yeah, I ain't doing no uh, nothing under seven, bro. <laughs> bro nothing okay, under so seven. Okay, so we rate girls, yeah. Ooh, we hey. men, we oh, men. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I hey Philly go. Oh man, hey Philly go. Nah, but it's um, but it's dope because it's like your BBO. Did you even know it's because you use B- big business only too? Yeah, I changed it from bad bitches only because I was in college. It wasn't marketable. You feel, I mean, it was yeah. marketable, but it's too ratchet. You feel me? So when I got to my master's program, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can make it official. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I right, everybody want to say bad bitches only. I'm going to say big business only because ain't nobody on that type of time. I mm-hmm. like that a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing, it was like I was doing a lot of events and I was investing a lot of my money. So you got to respect it because this is big business over here. I'm, I'm a win or loss dude. Like I take sacrifices. Like I do what it do. You're a risk taker. Yeah, I'm you a big risk You got to take risk, yeah. I mean, so if I put up 10 grand, I don't know if I'm going to get the 10 grand back, but I know it's going to be lit and I'm going to push forward whether I lose it or not. Sure, I hear that, bro. So, um, who inspires you to make music? Like, do you have any? I got artists? um, my 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 um, like I wouldn't say mentor because I don't know him, or oh, but the person I look up to is Puffy, like, cause hmm, he's a businessman. He went to Mount St. Michael. I went to Mount St. Michael. He graduated from there. He went to Howard. I went to Bridgeport, and I had an artist, and he had Biggie, and I threw all the parties in Bridgeport. He threw the parties in Howard, like. But he he ain't go to jail, so I was more like in the hood, like trying to. I was just trying to like I was trying to be me, you know. He he stayed focused. He more stayed. Focused. I was halfway in and halfway out. I mean he ain't. I mean he paid his dues. Get me wrong, but my dues were way like rougher than his. So I was. It's funny because I was listening to your records um, while I was at work today, right? So a few of my coworkers was like, "Yo, he kind of remind me." Low key of the East Coast version of Nipsey Hussle. Mm. Yo, some girl be posting. <laughs> some girl be posting um, Nipsey and Nunu, and she always like mood, mood, mood. I'm like, yo, that's the only reason you rock with me. Like, what's <laughs> up, bro? 
Yo, it's it's funny because you got like you you have you a rapper, but you got your head on your shoulders and you lived that life before, so yeah. it relates. So when she said that, I was like, "Yo, that's that's actually pretty good." Like, I don't want to be nothing. So I want to be K. I want to <laughs> I want to be BBO Flock. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. Right. We gonna we all gonna make want to make a name, and I know you, that dog. You already doing a hell of a job at it. So trust me, um, it's gonna happen, man. Praying hard work. And you, yo, how how did you and Black Rhino, um, like? Come together. Was it for you said from the Babbage's only record? Yeah, that's that did it for him. Cause I mean, I walked in there. I just I was like a week home. I walked in there. They don't know me. Like I seen him. I'm like, yo, hold on. That's that. Everybody treated him like he was regular. I'm like, yo, yo, bro, you the reason I caught my case. Cause you got you rapping all that gangster. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was young, like wilding, like and he laughing. But nobody was really paying him no, like giving him the respect that I feel like he deserved. You feel me? So, and he he jacked it like he was liking that. So, and he liked the song. He was like, "Yo, we gonna work." I'm like, "All right, I got a beat. I'm gonna go find a beat." Came back with the beat. We was vibing, and it just it came out. It came out a really good song. Was it? What did you? To do that, did you? Did he charge you for to be on the record? Or you charged him, or was it just like nah, he ain't charged me? I just I had to pay for the beat in the studio and all of that, and I mean, and and we just made it happen. Feel me? Yeah. But so who decided on the one on this on this tour recently? I had the Buffalo move, and he had the Cleveland move. So Buffalo was eight hours away, and Cleveland was three hours away from Buffalo. So we was like, right, we could knock both of them out in one shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope. It was so, crazy though. How how um how 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 was the tour? Like how the tour go? Was it was it like was it selling out? Was it packed or was it like? It was the first one was super packed. It was a college party. The first one, the second one was somewhere in the hood, bro. I'm like, yo, this <laughs> about to get me killed. Like, I'm out here, like in Cleveland, some girl tried to line me up, yo, bro. That joint was mm. crazy, like. Wow. But Buffalo, Buffalo, it was lit, bro. Like. Girls, I know you from way back, yo. I used to write you, leaving <laughs> me on nah. scene. Yo, oh, I heard you like, I mean, we going in the car and it's like five girls in the car. Yo, I'm trying to go. Um, there was so many girls in the car. I had to go find another ride with another girl, bro. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. What's the craziest thing that ever happened to you while you was like performing or, or going on tour? Anything like that. Girls throwing me their room key. Wow. Like, yeah, like, but I've, been, I've been doing shows, you feel me? Like, I mean, Buffalo was crazy. I mean, I, like, I got some, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, but, like, that wasn't the craziest room keys. Like, I used to do a lot of college stuff with me and Slim back in the day. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you ever, I used to do, like, homecomings, like, how homecoming, stuff like that? Nah, we ain't touched, we was doing, like, all right, Sacred Heart, Fairfield, we was, UConn, oh, so yeah, more, yeah, like, more CT. Yeah, and a little bit in New York, like, but we, we ain't had the money to do nothing, you feel me? And then it was like, we was living, like, halfway in, halfway out, so, like, I mean, the, like, we was living wrong, you understand what I'm saying? So, I mean, that, it got, we paid, though, we paid for that. Yeah, so I... I see you got um, BBO Empire now, right? Yeah. Um, when did that start? Was it always that, or did you it just make it BBO like BBO Empire? It mm. was BBO Boys. It was BBO Entertainment. BBO Empire. It's like I'm working with a couple people, and like my investor, like he's on Empire time. So I just I'm like, yo, all right, we got the Empire, BBO Empire. It sound good, and it look good. So 
Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely marketable. Cause, uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, OD. First yeah, of all, the uh, the logo y'all got fire for BB on Pie. Do you have any other artists that's under under it? Yeah, or just you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a few of them. My guy on Reem Dollars. He's like he's like. I heard him like, sound he, like the weekend. He's the dominant <laughs> dirt. Like you say, he sound like the weekend. He's really like a battle rapper. It's just he's so good. Like it's just. I gotta tell you, we on mainstream time. Like, if you wanna hear some, some Jada, he's like Jada Kiss. That's really him. Like, so people be like, yo, why you, I'm, he like, yo, bro, I gotta spit. What's gonna make it? Like, what's gonna pop? Feel me? So, the I don't care, he harmonizing. Um, He's on the second verse of the BBO, too. He just, he, bro, he the one. I mean, I'm like Diddy, like I said. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's like a Mace or a Biggie and Slim. Like, I'm more like, like, I do it for my artists, but since I got arrested and I came home, I'm more focused on putting my stuff out there because mm. I got to lead the way. You understand what I'm saying? Because I tried to take the back seat and it didn't work. I mean, Slim was the one, but I mean, it didn't work. He got did you got Did you? I'm my fault to cut you off. Did you, like, from, like, being behind, behind the walls and now, do you feel like your mindset definitely changed? Yeah, my mindset is way different, like. It's way different. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm like a dog that's starving. Like right now, like I'm. Before I just thought I was the man. Like I, like, like everything was on oh, whatever. Now I'm a, like I'm gonna go get it. I always would go get it, but I'm gonna get it right now. Like two hundred, three hundred percent harder than I ever went to go get anything. Yeah. Mm. I mean, cause I know they could try to take it away, but I was a good guy. Like I was a good guy. I, I was. I, I help people. I ain't deserve what they did to me. I mean, they threw me in there. They knew I changed my life around. They ain't cared, you know. Like, and like, I'm. Just what's your, what's your? Um, I see you. You posted some of your your summertime goals, which is which is dope. A lot of people don't realize you need to have short term goals to reach to your long term mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. Um, you. I seen you put. Uh, you want to get your master's degree. Yeah. And how important is that for you? It means a lot, bro. Cause I told you I was three classes away. You know, and. Like, That's like one semester. Yeah, I was. I had one. I was gonna walk the stage. <laughs> I was gonna. Oh man, you. I mean, but yeah, that's my goal. I mean, I really was trying to put enroll to get my masters, but the, it was too long. So I just put masters. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, so you gonna be taking summer classes? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I mean, they like due to the charge that I got charged with. Like, and I took the charge. It's like it's messing up my financial aid. Mm. But with that, I wasn't I wasn't supposed to take the charge, but I wanted to get out of jail. Like if if I didn't take the charge, I would have had to wait a whole another year to try to fight it down and get a misdemeanor or something. But I wasn't trying to sit in jail for a whole another year, so right. I took the felony. So so I seen also in unless you said uh, you want to get a Porsche by the summer. Yeah, I'm on, I'm, that's how the far are you from that Porsche right now? Oh, a Porsche. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't far. I'm I'm far because I mean my license is suspended. So <laughs> I got boy. If I had my license, I I trade my car in and put another five thousand on it. I have it, bro. You feel me? What color? What color Porsche you looking to get? All white, man. All white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's gonna get dirty easy. That's alright. Even if it's dirty, it's still a Porsche. You can't <laughs> say nothing <laughs> to yeah. you. I hear that. Yo, you got um. I see you also. You got the documentary. I did my yeah. homework, boy. You got the um the documentary. <laughs> I did my homework, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got the documentary, man. Like how how did that come about? And is it? Like, I right, so that was a work from God. Like this this happened like. 
I was in the cell, you know, and like I you did like I they used to protest because a lot of people know the story. Like I was in school, like and like they came and got me from Connecticut for a Bronx case. And I've been living in Connecticut for five years, so mm-hmm. and there was no evidence on me to really sit there and hold me. It was a lot of people lying, you know, like what they said I did, I ain't do. I mean, I might have got away with some stuff, but what they hit me with, I ain't do. What, what they say you did? Um, I, I, don't, I mean, but, I could talk about it. I'm on cases though. They said, I mean, I shot at a couple people and I got shot shooting at people. It never happened though. I never got shot before. So, in the court of law, you're not supposed to be able to do that. You know, I told, I got my bachelor's in criminal justice. So, mm. but the, the, the with well, the you government, probably upset like how you went to school for all that uh, and you seen them how corrupted they are and. It's like, yo, you're not supposed it's to be doing this. It's an They was trying to break me, but I ain't break. But in the end, the judge, like, respected it. Like, he, he seen what was going on because it was 120 people. They split it up, 58 on my side, 60-something on the other side. So while it's mayhem and, oh, everybody's got to go to court, like, he's not paying attention to you. He just look at a number. Mm-hmm. And he listens to what his people, like the prosecutor, is saying about you. And whatever they saying, it don't even matter what you got to say. You feel me? So that's in the beginning. Now, I sat up for two years. <clears throat> so, like, before, like, when I was going, like, to get sentenced, now he's focused on me. So now he's looking at the case, and he like, yo, something's not adding up because I never got arrested before. Mm-hmm. And, like, like everything on the on my on my PSI and my, my rap sheet was good stuff. You feel me? So. Yeah. He like, yo, I can't throw him in jail for five to ten years. Like, you know, I can't do that. So Try to give you ten years? Yeah, so oh, that was my first offer for ten years. Some fish, man. So and it, and that's not right. So so keep going with how um with um the documentary. Alright, so I'm in the cell and I get mail. Cause all right, before the di- before the mail camp, they was doing protesting. So they protest like 150 people outside, like bells and signs and all of that. So they would shut down the jail. I mean, cause like we see them protesting, it's a lot of us in there, and we wilding. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like everybody feels some type of way. We about to do time for like baby stuff. They gave us John Gotti charges, and we wasn't like John Gotti. We was all like everybody was in. Like me, I was probably one of the most independent out of my whole group because I was out of town, lived in my own house, Beamer, mm-hmm. you feel me? But a lot of us lived with our moms, you understand what I'm saying? They tried to give us the Rico charge that John Gotti and them got, and John Gotti and them was millionaires, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? And we ain't have no money, so they basically just took us off the street, mm-hmm. you feel me? So they was protesting hard, and one of the protesters like used to send letters but there was one specific protester that took her time out. It was a blank white card, and she drew something on it. She used her marker to write, and it was like, it was like, it touched me, because it's like, when you in there, you don't really get, like, outside of your family, it's like, you feel like people don't care about you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, for me to see that, and she took her time to do that, like, it's, it wasn't easy. So, it, I'm telling you, like, it, it took effort, like, it took effort. And she was like, she was in my court dates, like in the back. I didn't even know who she was. So I couldn't put a face to her till I got released. She heard I got released, I mean, and she pulled up on me like, yo, like your story's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I just graduated from um, um, Columbia University and 
I'm trying to do something big on the Rico, and your story is just like, so we're going to do this, we're going to put it in the film festival, and we're mm. going to put it in the doc fest, and we're going to see how far it could go. And once it touches mm. the doc fest, she's going to try to put it on Netflix. So, I mean, my story crazy, though. Like, so. That's what's up. Bro. I see, yo, trust me, I know. I, yo, bro, I've been following you for, since he was youngin', so I know yeah. you've been through a lot of ups and downs. Um, is there any, when, when is the film festival? Um, she says it's an eight-month project, so I mean, I've been out for like three months, so I guess five more months of recording and stuff. Dude, it's like they come to every, like they pull up on you every day, every other day. Is she, they came to, um, first we did an interview, then they interviewed a couple of my um, co-defendants, like my friends, like, and they interviewed um, my mom, you know, my son. It was there at my sentencing. They came to my welcome home party. They gonna come to more events, so they gonna show like the life that I was living. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. it ain't gonna be a bunch of guns and drugs. Like they was trying to make it. It's gonna be positive stuff. You know, like my evidence was full of like positive stuff. Like my pink and white. Then I'm like, yo, look at this. Like music videos and all that. Like my everybody come to me. Yo, I seen your stuff. Ah, I'm like, yo, but this is what they using against me. You feel me? Cause I was with. I was with. Some real like, some real like, I was, like some some real stingers. You feel me? I was around some real, some real gangsters. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I know I know that ties into like it's what's going on out here, especially with young black men. When you watch the Khalif Browder story, or when you Same. see what just happened to Stephon Clark in Sacramento. Yeah. So does that stuff like when you look at that stuff? Does it like resonate with you and, and get you angry? Nah, I'm, I'm yo, bro. I'm I'm more like. I'm, I'm kind of a mind my own business type of guy, you know, because I go through my own, I got my own problems mm-hmm. to be, like, it don't, I mean, yeah, it bothers me, but it's like, what can I do is like, I mean, it's going to really bog me out. Like, Trump as president bothers me. What can I do, bro? Word. You understand that bothers me the most, bro. It's not, there's nothing I can do. There was nothing I could do about what happened to me, so... Like I said, my mind, my mental, like, it changed. Like, it's not before I go on a rant, ah, ah, yeah, we going to do this. And nah, now it's like, nah. Heard you. Do your thing. I'm going to do mine. What about the, um, what you got to say about the young, the young black kids who's coming up and growing up just like you? You know what I'm saying? You think, is there a way for you to hit them any in a way, affect them in a way differently than the average person who never been through what you've been through can? Yeah, because I've been through it. Like, you can see it in my face. Like, it ain't, I'm not one of those dudes, like, you just, ah, uh, ah, uh, talking about it. Never, but I've been through it. Through it all. Like, in every, every, all of the movies you done seen, we done been through it. Like, so, for me to pick up and try to do right, I mean, it's on them to listen, but I could tell them. Like, like I told you, I did the Stop the Violence. I was, to- I was going around Bridgeport, like, talking to the kids, like, yo, I mean, you want to do good, stay in school, look at my car, like, I'm living good now. Then, like, I get locked up. They come into the school looking for me, and I'm in jail. It's like I'm a contradicting, walking contradicting. So for me to come back out and tell them, like, yo, I mean, I was just like you, but you could do better. Like, they got to understand. It's not like they going to, like, I tell you, I was, if I was, when I was 20 in 2012, I wasn't listening, bro. I wasn't listening at all. I mean, but you, I could try. I mean, I could try. I could try hard too. Yeah, so, so I can do. Not, not to bring up his man's Takashi again, because um, in his interview, um, he said 
he was like, yo, nobody ever pull up on me. Because he has a line, something like, um, six nine this and six nine that. I mm, address, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know what six nine that? Yeah, like yeah. so he put his address in the song. So I remember Charlemagne was like, "Yo, um, you shouldn't do that, bro. Like, you know, you you, you trying your time gonna come. Somebody gonna try you. He yeah, like, no, give them some time. Yeah, come find and he you. like, nah, it ain't happened to me. So you feel like, like, the young kids listening to Kashi might get some younger kids hurt, or you feel like, you know, do what you do. Nah, I, I mean, yeah, it's gonna get people hurt, but. That's what's making him the bag. I mean, there was a video that um, I was watching today with, like, this seven-year-old kid that was, like, maybe even younger than seven, like, spitting lines from Takashi and holding a knife. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. I just kind of feel like sometimes it says a lot, like, you know, what you have in your videos, and, and it could affect the youth of today. I, I definitely agree with that. That video was crazy. I definitely agree with that. Like sometimes you can. That's your man, though, Shaq. Six nine. Listen, 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 listen. That's that's the homie. I love his music. Don't get me wrong. I love his music. That's that's where I stand at. But I definitely agree what you're saying as far as you know. You look at somebody as a role model, and then you start copying or start you know idolizing what they do. But it's to me, it's just all about the music, and I I like his music personally. I don't find nothing wrong with his music. Some people be like, "Oh, you know, he's wild, blase, blase." Yeah, I think you, it's just the image that you, you like you can't you can't like his music and then ignore his videos. Like you can't say it's all about the music because then his videos, you know, like that's who he is too. So mm. sometimes it's like, yeah, you have oh. the music, but then you have who he's portraying to be in the videos. So real, like, I mean, you might see that, but deep down. Like if you, I mean, I heard some speculation about son. Like he was like crip before, and and he used to do church things. And oh, this joint is just entertainment, bro. Son is probably a widow. You understand what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? That's why I wanted to ask you about like, that too. That's at the bro. end of the day, bro, they just trying to make some money, bro, and feed their family. So he gonna go on the, the thing and say whatever that's gonna get him a couple likes, bro. Yeah, but then I feel like the youth of today don't even really realize that that just may be entertainment. And they're like, okay, well, if he's walking around doing this and he's making money, he's only, what, like 21? And the youth of today could be like, yo, 16 going on, whatever. Like, all right, well, if that's the type of time he's on and that's how he's getting his money, then I might as well just be on the same wave. Like, that's what people like and not realizing that it's for entertainment. And the media will glorify that because it is about money. I definitely agree. I definitely agree with what you're saying, Philly. But to understand that there's a lot of rappers that's out there that's like they're not on the same type of Thomas Takashi, but they're somewhat. You know, you have you have rappers that's doing gangster music. You have people that's doing trap music. You have people that's doing straight positive positive music. There's a whole bunch of different things. And nowadays, and no lie, you have Migos that's like that's killing it right now. I mean, granted, you know, they have some positive tracks or whatever, but you got to realize, Migos, I mean, if they, if you view them as a positive role model, then go ahead. But you're going to have a lot of people that's going to be talking about gang, you know, gang activities, joining the gang, and, you know, and it's going to be questionable. I think the thing that bothered me the most was seeing just, like, how many guns and, like, it's like maybe he's not promoting violence so much with his lyrics but his videos promotes violence and we're in like the 
the the age right now where like that's not something we should be messing with like we're trying to keep young black and brown people alive and there's just so much things going on in the media and in society with like po police brutality for him to be having videos with guns and it's, it's almost like well like yeah maybe that's not on your mind that's not your responsibility to be a role model for the youth like rihanna says all the time she's not a role model mm. you know what i mean but i just feel like we you are on tv like you have a lot of people watching you right now yeah. and this is where we are right now we want to save our brown and black youth and you over here waving guns and all of you guys got guns and it's just kind of wild i feel like well where are you like you don't know what's going on in the I, world i i agree with you but i totally i agree but i disagree at the same time mm -hmm. just because um like yo just because you kids play grand theft auto all the time kids play video games Facts. you can't go you can't go by which way i watch i played grand theft auto my whole life i watch bad boys i watch all these movies shotters everything you know what i'm saying you got to have your own mind so kids got to learn to to not be followers also, and be leaders as well so also when they parents bro like yeah like i mean you you a kid like I said, he, it is entertainment. Yeah, it's wrong to be doing all of that, but that's how he making his millions. You understand now? Yeah. The child, like if he's brought up he's right, money. you feel me? If he's brought up right, he gonna know. I can't do that. Like I'm not supposed to do that. Like, but if he's not, that's that's. You can't blame nobody but the people that he came from, like the, the family or the the environment, bro. The, if you watch something, you wanna be a copier, or a follower, and you do it because you've seen it. What type of man are you? That's not. Or even when I was a kid, well, I'm not a follower. Like, I was never a follower. I wanted to do what I did. Like that was on me, cause I come from a good home. Like nurse, the engineer, hmm. couple houses in Florida was just. I wanted to be in the streets. Like I come home, my mom's at work. I don't want to be inside, so I'm going outside. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I get the rap and we was waving guns and all that, but we not waving guns, cause. We want the kid to wave guns. We waving guns because that's how we living. Right, right, right. That's his life. So he's being true to him. He's being true to himself, and I see that too. So it's almost like you know, it's hard. It's nah, like I could imagine right. that's his environment. Like you can't expect someone to talk about something they don't know about. Yeah. If that's what he knows about and that's who he is, then then that's his truth. And we could only respect his art and his expression and his truth. I, and you see, like, and you know, it's crazy. And I just thought about it just now. Takashi six nine, like, you got you got view this. Chief Keef is drill. Like, he was one of like the first rappers that kind of like made made it cool to be drill. Like, you see a lot of young people rapping Chief Keef lyrics or just bringing up Chief Keef in general. You know, Chief Keef is not a bad rapper at all. But, like, he's also viewed as a bad image. And, you know, a lot of people was like, oh, you know, Takai 69 he's a bad image. But you've been had rappers that been, you know, provoking bad image. And, right. you know, putting themselves out as, you know, someone that's, like, about that life. I think what bothers me so much about him is, like, he, he does so much good stuff for the community. And he's against bullying. Mm. And that's part of, you know, why he stands out the way he does. And um, host the six nine. I love what six nine stands for. I think that's really really dope. You know, it's the same way. Either way you look at it, this is what it is. This is who I am. I'm gonna be, you know, the same person all the time. And I, I really like that. It's really transparent. But then again, it's like then you have this. It's it's almost like it's interesting. Um, but I I respect him. 
I respect it overall. Oh, just looking. He just trying to get to the bag. Right. He was on the floor months. sleeping. Months. It's okay, months. <laughs> Overnight. Like, millions. Yeah, like he just wants that cash. So whatever he's going to do to get there, he's going to do it. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's that's what, just he said. what it is. Like, so he ain't worried about somebody else's kid following him. He worried about that check. Like, but anyways, enough about 6 9 So what yeah. are your next projects coming up? Well, like what I said, I got, the, I got the UB Grammys, and I got, um, we, we going back on the road, we going to CT, then we going to Rockland, and, um, we opening up for her celebrity. Um, I'm working with the Kappas on some party up in CT, then we got my birthday party. Hey. We got a, um, we got a give back in the projects that we got indicted at, so, because we trying to, well, I'm trying to show, but I got a team like when we got indicted so we're trying to like show the the, the jacks that we not as bad as they made us seem mm-hmm. in the news and on the tv so we're gonna give back book bags and pens oh shoot give back book bags and pens and and like stuff like that to the kids feel me and then we're gonna come back to my neighborhood down the hill we're gonna do the same thing so there's a bunch of things going on. Then full time, I go back to school. We got back to school parties. Sorry about that, y'all. Your boy almost got a ticket. Live yeah, we on air. We don't need no tickets. <laughs> we don't need Live no tickets. Jockers is crazy out here with them tickets. Live on air, but and that's the guy we do not. Like. Yo, can we? Yo, can we get? You think we gonna get a um a mixtape out of you? Yeah, came over as flock, bro. DJ self. I mean, like, K-Murder vs. BBO flock. It's just like, I'm trying to transition into, like, like that's who I was when I was younger. I'm trying to transition into a more cleaner-cut image, you feel me? So, I got self on board, though. I mean, and, yeah. and DJ Lang and Cranberry, we're going to do it right. But they got to wait for it. It's going to take some time. A little bit more time. Got you. Yeah, you, you, do we see it? Besides the mixtape, uh, you you selling the album soon? If I get a deal, I mean, <laughs> yeah, why not? But would you ever think about going independent? I'm independent right now, bro. I do everything on my own. Would you, you want to keep it that way? Nah, I don't want to keep it that way, bro. It's too much, bro. Too too stressful. Let people say whatever they want, bro. Give me ten mil, I give it back to you. Let me flip <laughs> it. I flip it. I go build a, a, a. I go open up that law firm like with that ten mil. Mm-hmm. I go open up a grocery store in my hood, like salons, barbershops, and I'll make that bread back. So I ain't stressed. Like, I'd rather work for a, a record label than go work for a construction company. I hear that. Um, I mean, I got a felony, bro, so. Alright, um So um how can we find you? We about um, to wrap Instagram, up real soon. At BBO Boys. B B O B O Y Z. Um, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, YouTube, K Murder, K Y Murder. I mean, um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud is what's busting for me right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, K Murder, K Y M U R D A. Um, um, Any iTunes, we got free my guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Philly, what's, what's going on in the gallery this week? All right, so what's going on in the gallery? Um, again, shout out to Blue Door Gallery for letting us um, host Rose Above It podcast here as one of our biggest, proudest sponsors. So right now, this show, y'all could really just see like what's going on, I guess, behind us. But the um, whole um, 
exhibition is called Clayworks. And Clayworks is gonna be up until May 6th. And it is um, ceramic artists um, from all over. And then um, Blue Door welcomes all people to, um, to be in their exhibition. So the next exhibition to be into, to submit to is called Threadworks. And that's kind of like a quilting type of exhibition with quilts or just things working with, with thread and material. But um, that'll be June 16th. You can do a call for artists for there. And um, no, the deadline is June 1st and the opening is June 16th. The next show coming up after Clayworks is called Cross Currents and it's a collaboration with Mount St. Vincent College. That's so that's dope. kind of like a closed show. It's for like, um, mostly the students. Um, Blue Door Gallery has a monthly open mic. I'm actually the founder of it. Yeah. Hey. Shout out to you, Phil. I've got some legacies too that keeps on going. So I was the founder and they still got it going on. It's every last Friday of the month. So the next one is April 27th. Um, also, there's a few events happening in Blue Door. April 21st is greeting cards for kids. So every Saturday we have children workshops here in Blue Door Gallery. So April 21st is greeting cards. April 28th is rock painting. May is some puzzle writing. And May 12th is kaleidoscopes. And um, what else is going on? There is, when is this? April, okay, April 15th. There is a workshop called Childbirth Education Workshops. This is pretty dope. Child so Childbirth Education Workshops. So I guess if you are sounds sound like sounds like it's gonna make me queasy. <laughs> so if that. you're an expecting mother, this is a workshop that you should be at. And this is pretty cool that Blue Door is doing this. So Blue Door is a community art gallery. And they're really trying um, their best to be more involved in the community. I remember a time when I was here, I started working here at 16. And um, I became the Blue Door assistant manager and I became the program um, coordinator. And a lot of people used to knock on the door and ask if they could come in or they'll ask if you gotta pay to come in. And I always thought that was so wrong. Like we're a part of the community. Like how no, do we become free, more yeah, it's free, so come check it free. If free ninety nine. Yo, if you if you do poetry, if you rap, if you beatbox, do anything, anything of that sort, man. Come here, you draw anything, paint. Check this out, man. Yo, okay. Last last thing, um, we gonna ask you before we get up out of here, man. What's the biggest thing you rose above, man? The system, bro. Yes. Mm. System, bro. Yo, bro, you got a lot of work ahead of you. I know you're gonna be great. You gotta know you're gonna stay blessed, bro. And you are, yo, I'm watching you, bro. You're inspiration for real, for real. It's why you are first it, guest. No, you definitely inspired me, 100%. Bro, appreciate it, man. I'm, thanks, y'all, for having me. I'm looking forward to that documentary. Of course. Right? Definitely, I mean, definitely. I appreciate it a lot. I mean, I mean, you see, I was on time, you know. Yeah, yeah time, straight on time. Like, That's, I was like, I mean, but I really appreciated the opportunity to be around y'all. I mean, I'm open. Like, I'm open. Like, I'm, I'm here to. Like tell y'all what's going on, like my real truths, you feel me? So I appreciate y'all for having me. Of course, bro. Mm -hmm. Anytime, man. But yeah. I'm gonna just say y'all, this is Rose Above It Podcast, episode one. We signing off Woo! right now, y'all. All right.